all the guys like her. Yeah. Like your daughter. And I'll, and I'm, because she le- she's learned how to understand men yeah. and to yeah. love men and to receive from them and, yeah. and to be the girl and let them be the guy and, mm-hmm. and doesn't isn't competitive with them. Yeah. Isn't trying yeah. to, you know, one-up them every yeah. chance yeah. she gets. Yeah. And so, Absolutely. so the good news is about this is that the more you understand men, ladies, mm-hmm. the more men like you, yeah. the more captivating you become. Welcome to the Danielle Hage podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Hage. Danielle is my mother-in-law and Nini to my three girls. She has 40 years experience with family and marriage relationships. She's been married to Steve Hage for 43 years. He travels the world preaching the gospel and together they pastor a church in Laguna Niguel, California. So welcome back today, Danielle. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> we're happy you're here. And today we're talking about how to be a captivating woman. Yes. So previously we already talked about what it make what makes a man physically attracted to a woman. So we mm-hmm. talked about the physical attraction. Right. And that was in an episode called Four Parts of a Woman That a Man is Obsessed With. So you need to go back and you need to watch that one or listen to that one. But today we're talking about what causes a man to become emotionally attracted right. to a woman. So yes. Can you start off just telling us what makes a woman captivating? Yeah, because a man will be emotionally attracted to a woman he finds captivating. Yeah. So what is it about women that captivates? Okay. And there's four qualities. There's probably lots of things, but I'm going to say these are probably the four main ones that I have found. So number one is confidence, a woman's confidence. Um, This is, and again, confidence is about just embracing who you are and being okay with yourself, being comfortable in your skin. Confidence isn't a set in thing. It's something that we have. It's not a personality trait. It's something that we have to practice a lot of times. Yeah. So how do we build our confidence? Well, and like, I'm not confident in every area of my life, (laughs) right? I mean, I might be confident in cooking. Um, I'm confident in um, speaking publicly, but I'm there's other things where I feel a little insecure yeah. in yeah. certain areas, you know, because we're just, we're not good we at do. everything. But if sometimes I have to, I wasn't always confident in public speaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, my first few times ever standing up in front of a uh, an audience, a group of people, I mean, I, <laughs> I was um, sweating. I had a stomach ache. I was yeah. nauseous. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I was nauseous three days before I ever stood up. I think up. that's most people, right? And, you know, that's a scary thing. Yeah. But um, the more I did it, the more I. You have to practice yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You practice and you do things that you want to do that you're not good at. You, how do we get there? How do we get good at them? At those things, we practice. We do yeah. it over and yeah. over and over again. Right. And for me, part of my purpose was to speak and to teach, and so. I didn't want to be up in front of people, but if I was going to live my purpose, there was something in me that compelled me, mm. that drove me to get better at it. And yeah. sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I'm going to pretend like I feel very confident in what I'm talking about Yeah, yeah. when I didn't. <laughs> yeah. And so, but I would act confident and pretty soon it's like, it just came yeah. and nobody ever knew I was nervous. And people would say, oh my gosh, you seem so confident. And I'd be like, Oh, if you only knew what was going on on the yeah, inside of me, yeah. right? But then the more you do something that you want to get good at, again, yeah, you get good at it. Well, I think you said you something key too. There was something inside you that propelled you. Yeah, so it made you want to continue to right. practice, continue because there's things right. I'm not confident in, 
but I also don't care to be more confident. Exactly. In. Like for exactly. me, it's cooking, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that many <laughs> We've times. We've talked about that. It's our yes. joke now. Yes. The podcast yes. joke. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so finding that thing, and this probably almost leads into the next thing, or, or one of the other things we'll talk about is like that passion and purpose. When there's yeah. something in you, it's going to make you want to become more confident right and practice it more and right. elude that confidence but we've also talked about confidence as one of the qualities of a queen yes so right. if you've been around for a while you've heard Danielle talk about the qualities of a queen and what it means um, to be the queen and if you haven't been around here for a while please go back and watch some of those as well because that's part of it's a huge part of what you right. talk about right. you know and having that confidence and knowing who you are right. and being authentic in that yes yes um, well and i think you know it's okay because sometimes um too much confidence can mm -hmm. look arrogant. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I was talking to a single man the other day and he said, you know, he was, he's dating online yeah. and he said, you know, some of these women online are like, you know, this is the lifestyle I'm used to and this is what I'm going to have and don't even swipe on me if you can't provide yeah. this and this. And he said, it's, he goes, it's such a turnoff. Yeah. It's, it's a turnoff. And he goes, don't lead with that. And I said, well, that is somebody trying to be so confident that it actually is turning you off because yeah. it seems arrogant. And it's okay to say, hey, I feel insecure in this area, you know, and, and be confident enough to say, I'm weak in this area. This yeah. is where I'm not good. Yeah. I'm really nervous being on this first time date right. or talking about myself on, yeah. you know, getting to know somebody. It's okay to say that because that's real. That's, yeah being vulnerable. That's yeah. being authentic. Yeah, which leads into the second yes. thing that makes a woman captivating to a man is... Yes. Okay. And just let me just say this yeah. about confidence, because you, you had asked me a question. I, I don't know that I answered it. You said, what builds confidence? Yeah. Um, you got to do things that you feel good about doing. Yeah. Um, what makes you feel confident? It might be putting on makeup that day. Mm -hmm. It might be, um, you know, I set a goal to work out three times this week and I made yeah. my goal. I feel yeah. good about myself. Yeah. It might be... I am not going to raise my voice today with my kids. <laughs> and then you actually do it. Or, yeah. you know, or you catch yourself getting <clears throat> irritated and you remind yourself, okay, no, today yeah. I decided, you know, but when you meet your goals, when you set a goal and, and you actually do it, those things make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. It could be, you know, reciting who you are in God mm -hmm. out loud. You know, maybe three things that I, I, you know, I am a child. I am a daughter of the King, the yeah. Almighty, or yeah. whatever. You know, finding those verses in the Bible that make you because uh, actually, when you have a a God confidence, when you learn who you are in God, yeah. that's huge. That yeah. really builds your confidence. Yeah. So again, to each person, it's unique. It's yeah. different yeah. because we're all very unique. Yeah. So the second thing, authenticity. <sighs> this is we're talking about what makes a woman captivating. A woman that can just be who she is. That she's not trying to be what she thinks he wants her to be. Yeah. Like, it's again, let's say we're going on a date. Mm -hmm. Men can pick up on that. Like, men find authentic women irresistible. Yeah. That's what I have heard from men. That a woman who can just be herself. I remember one couple saying, um, I they were a, a young married couple. And he told me, I said... I want to meet a girl that isn't afraid to not wear makeup in front of me. Mm -hmm. That is just so who she is. Yeah. And he said he took this girl out. They had worked together. And then he was taking her on a date. And she got in the car with no makeup. Oh, and, wow. and she didn't know. And he was like, oh, my God, I think I just fell in love with her. Because <laughs> she was just so, you know, I didn't, just didn't have time. And I, I just, you know, yeah. this and that. And I think she was going to put her makeup on in the car or something. Yeah. But he thought it was so cute that she was comfortable enough 
yeah. to be seen in front of him yeah. with no makeup. And so it's I, the confidence with authenticity. Exactly. Yeah. And combined. vulnerability. Yeah. 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 That's so good. So, and in order to be authentic, you have to be vulnerable. Yeah. And remember, vulnerability is 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 not being able to predict the outcome of something. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go ahead and unzip myself and tell you who I am, tell you about yeah. me. And I don't know if you're going to like me. Yeah. After you know yeah. who I am. And I think when you're vulnerable like that, it 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 quickens grace in the mm-hmm. other person. When you're just letting down your hair and saying, you know what? I really suck at this in this area. Or, you know, I'm... Yeah. I'm yeah feel very insecure about myself in this area or something about my body or whatever. Mm-hmm. When you're just who you are, I think it makes other people feel like they can be who they are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you're always around people that are so perfect or and you then you feel like you have to be perfect. They never have a hair right. out of place. They're gonna judge me if I do, you know? And yeah. so yeah. I I think when I'm around people who are just just who they are in front of me, it causes me to just be comfortable mm-hmm. and to let down my hair in front of them. Yes. So. That's good. That's good. Um, and showing the quirks and just who you are. It, yeah. I mean, I just think it's so sad. We do live in a world, the Instagram world and the highlight reels that the message we get as women is he'll only be attracted to me if, if I have the perfect, right. the perfect outfit, the perfect right. shoes, the perfect hairstyle, the perfect, yeah. you know. And because there's so much competition out there. Yeah. I mean, you know, <clears throat> you go on social media and I mean, there's women on there that, they're gorgeous, these yeah. gorgeous women. And so we think, you know, is that is that where the standard is? <laughs> we gotta yeah. is that where yeah. the bar is set? Um, you know, we watched a movie the other night, Hitch, old yeah. movie, yeah. with um Will, Will Smith, Smith and, and Kevin James. Kevin James. Yeah. And I we were laughing because, you know, here he, Will Smith is the dating coach and yeah. he's, you know, here's what women Smooth want. This is how you have to be. Yeah. yeah. And trying to make Kevin James this guy that yeah. this yeah. rich woman will be attracted to, right? And she ends up falling in love with all of his quirks. Yeah, all he of messes the, it all up. He can't dance yeah. worth the beans, right? And he spills mustard. He's kind of a clod. And those are the things that actually yeah. got her to fall in love with yeah. him. He's just normal. And then she w- was able to let her hair down mm-hmm. and just be who she was. Yeah. And she yeah. dances funny too, you know? Yeah. And we, I just thought this is so perfect. You know, whoever yeah. wrote this understands men and women. <laughs> I think the the continuing to renew the authenticity in relationship yeah. is ongoing throughout the years as well. It's not yeah. just that dating and getting to know somebody right. and that initial right. attraction. It's the um, being authentic and being vulnerable. And I'm I'm in a new season and I just feel uncomfortable about this. Right. Or or I we've added another kid to the family and yeah. now I am a little wobbled. But I think oh, we've talked about this so many times too. Calling it out. Yes. Uh, Putting it on the table. I don't right. know how my husband, I don't know what he's thinking about this. I'm judging myself so harshly. Yeah. So I assume my husband's judging me right. just as harshly. But just kind of being able to being not self-effacing about it, but yeah. but just putting it out there. I don't know how he's gonna react. And maybe he will say, Yeah, you're really stinking it up right now. You know, and that's <laughs> that's vulnerable, yeah. but also authentic and brings out the conversation right. to perk back up right. conversation and connection. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's something that, and I think after marriage and after you've been together, you know, for some years that you get so comfortable with yeah. each other, you know, that that maybe sometimes too comfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> where yeah. you never put on makeup anymore. Mm-hmm. You never dress up anymore. Yeah. You never try to look your best anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you have to find the balance. Yeah. You definitely yeah. have to find the balance there. But That's good. Okay, so we've talked about confidence, authenticity, 
And the third one I third just thing. started to uh, allude to in that first one. Yes. But what's the third thing? Okay, so um, being passionate about mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Um, there's actually been research done that shows when a man is listening to a woman talk about something she's passionate about, it actually um, um, releases a well-being hormone in within him. him. And yeah. I don't know if it's oxytocin that it releases. Can't remember now. Mm-hmm. But it's like he is kind of in awe yeah. of a woman when he's listening to her talk about what she's passionate about. Mm-hmm. And and passion is so important. And I'm not talking about sexual passion. Yeah. I'm just talking about stuff that is important to you, that you value. It could be as simple as, I, I like to garden, or yeah. I like to grow plants, or I have a stamp collection. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to solve world hunger. You know, yeah. I mean, it might be really big. It might yeah. be really big, but it could just be something something small, too. In, yeah. in, whatever it is, yeah. it's, if you're excited about it, yeah. and you're talking about it, or even talking about something that really makes you angry, and you're passionate about not <laughs> liking something— for yeah. a man to sit there and listen to that, that excites him. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually is like a turn on yeah. for a man because if you think about it, when you're talking about what you're passionate about, usually you're happy, you're excited, mm-hmm. and that and men love being around happy, happy women. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. So passion yeah. can lead to purpose. Yes. And again, I'm just taking the stance today as like the mom of children, but especially the mom who went from working full-time and having a career because I did get married and had children a little bit later and getting wobbled in that a little bit, getting wobbled in that passion and purpose of, and then again, kind of that media influence, that mom culture. It's like, don't lose yourself. What really is your purpose? What's your purpose now? What are you? And it's like, I, maybe it is just caring for my children well. Absolutely. Putting my home together. Absolutely. I mean, I have a girlfriend who has a beautiful home and she meticulously decorates for each season and puts things together and styles in a way that yeah. is, to me, that's her, I mean, she's passionate about passion. that. Yes. 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 But it comes out and it feels, it does feel so authentic and you feel so loved. And I know yeah. even her husband has said that, like walking into her home, he feels well cared for because yes. of how passionate she is about each each corner, each nook, each cranny, how right. it all flows together, how things are organized and right. clean and all of that. Right, so, right, right. Um, I think finding that, I know I've had to rediscover, maybe dig up old wells or even discover new things that make me passionate and drive some purpose in every season. Yeah. But I also know the difference with uh, Christian and my relationship when I'm not really on fire and not passionate about everything for a season. It's kind of like, okay, all right, what you got going on right yeah. now? Because you seem a little over clinging on what I've got going on. This, you know, from yeah. Christian's perspective, like I yeah. need you to have your own out, thing. Have your own thing. Yeah. But when I am, and now I'm in a season of homeschooling where I love it. That's my passion. I yeah. love talking about it. I love researching it. I love, you know, being able to provide that. And when we get to coffee and he's asking me about what we're doing with the kids and what curriculum. I mean, I'm passionate about it. And he just, oh, he loves those yes. moments. So well, finding and, that. and I remember when you guys got fr- first got married, mm-hmm. you were never going to homeschool. You were never going to be a stay-at-home <laughs> mom. No, you were a career woman. Yeah. And this yeah. is what you saw for yourself. About that. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's so cute that how things have morphed into, <laughs> yeah. now you're actually homeschooling. Yeah. <laughs> and you love and it. And that took a and lot of happy. vulnerability and, and realization and authenticity too. And, and, you know, those moments of like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I just. Not feeling very confident. Not feeling confident at all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I can do that because I've always done this. Right. You know, I know another couple where um, 
Um, well, I'll just tell you, it was actually my daughter. And so they, her and her husband, she had said, you know, when I'm married and I have kids, they both worked, yeah. but she said, I want to be able to stay home with my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want them in daycare. I don't want a nanny. Yeah. I want to raise my kids. And they, he said, okay. And they agreed to that. Yeah. So he's, you know, working full time. And after, I, I don't know if it was the first kid or the second kid, but he would come home and the house would be a disaster. <laughs> and at one point, and I remember my husband and I even going over to my daughter's house and my husband said, you need to get over there and help her. Oh my gosh, her house is, it's a mess. And her husband came home once and he said, okay, we agreed that you're going to be a stay-at-home mom, yeah. but I can't come home to this. Like mm. this, because it, it's not peaceful. Yeah. Everything is in, in is looks chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. And he could not come home and be at peace mm. because the house was such a mess. And it was just... It was in those childbearing years, yeah, you know, where yeah. she just couldn't stay on top of it. Yeah. And she got it together. I mean, she definitely got well, together. And when, he's, and, and when and when he said that, her husband, yeah. she was like, yeah, this is my job. Yeah. I need to keep it together and yeah. I need to provide a place of peace for when he yeah. walks in the door. Yeah. And, um, and she did get it together. And I remember coming over later on, you know, year later, months later or whatever, and saying, everything is so in order and so clean. What happened? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, that's my job. That's my job. And I'm and on is. top it's of it now. It's building that confidence because yeah. it's not something you've done before. And, um, you know, Christian kind of in a different realm would say the same thing. Like he would walk in the door and be like, oh, the children beat you again today. Like, <laughs> they like you're letting them they win. <laughs> you know, yeah, they won again today. And he yeah. hated coming home to a beat down wife. Right. And yeah. again, not being able to give out of my overflow yeah. and have time for him. Or you I didn't just have any overflow. So, yeah. <laughs> And, and we all go through those seasons, yes. but again, it's yes. building up it's that season. confidence and building up that, that relationship of, of I can do this yeah. and yeah. taking pride in it, you know, finding the passion and taking the pride Absolutely. in it, even when nobody's going to see it, right. it's not Instagram worthy right. and I'm not going to get <laughs> accolades for it, yep. you know, yep. but knowing that my family is happy, yeah. peaceful, well taken right. care of, that continues to drive my passion Absolutely. and purpose for this season. Yeah. And that is a great passion. Being yeah. a, a teacher to your kids, raising yeah. kids, even if you're not homeschooling. Kids. Yeah. I was passionate yeah. about being there for my kids. I did not want to take a full-time job when my kids were were little. And I felt good about that decision. Yeah. Yeah. I felt confident about being, you yeah. know, that kind of mom to them. But you'd be amazed how many moms do need that permission. I read something the other day that one of the biggest struggles moms have right now is feeling the tension between being present and being productive. So like when we're being present, fully present with our children, we have this guilt that we're not being productive in another area, whatever it is, productive in making money, productive in getting the house chores done, whatever it is. But then when we are being productive, then we feel this tug of like, oh, I'm not being present. I'm going to lose these years. It goes so fast. So it is that inner struggle. But I cannot tell you how many conversations I've had with mom who need that permission to just just be. And honestly, I use the example of even you, you know, you in this season, it's like you have been without children in your home for a while. Mm -hmm. I know you've had some adult children here and there in your home, but (laughs) you know, you've been without raising children for a while and you have had a a terrific career that has started after those childbearing years, after the children have left your home and living a full life and living an amazing life. So it's, it's not that we 
can't have it all. It's that we can't have it all right now right in the, the exact time. season. Yeah. Exactly. So we're probably going down kind of a little bit of a rabbit trail because we've talked about three things. <laughs> okay. Yeah, three things that makes men emotionally attracted to women. Yes. So we have one more thing. Yes. Uh, let's take a second and talk about Strong Cell. You have been taking it for about a year now, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. So tell us the benefits and what you're feeling from yeah. taking Strong Cell. Yeah. No, I love it. it I don't miss one day. Yeah. Not one day. Number one, it tastes good. So easy to drink. Yeah. Um, and I take it in the morning. The minute I get up, before I leave the house, I take my strong cell with my supplements. And what I have noticed is I have endless energy. I am not kidding. And the reason I say that is because I'm 62 and I work out hard. I like being active. Like my day consists pretty much, here's my schedule. I get up, I'm in the gym at 6 a.m. I'll do 30 minutes cardio, 30 minutes weights. Then I go right from there, play an hour and a half of pickleball. And then a lot of times, not every day, but a lot of times I go right from there and go to back to the gym and swim at least 50 laps. Then I come home and have my first cup of coffee and I feel great. The other day I did all three of those things. Then I sat in my office for six hours straight until my hunger pang, you know, broke through my focus and said, I'm hungry. I need to eat. Like, I don't know if it suppresses your appetite at all, but I just know that I don't feel like I have to eat (laughs) as much as often. Um, I've seen a difference in my hair. I've seen a difference in my skin and not just me, but people ask me all the time. They say, what are you doing? What are you doing? I, You know, your skin looks great or your hair. They'll make comments. And I always say, you know what? I'm taking a supplement called Strong Cell. It works at a cellular cellular level. And um, it's doing all kinds of good stuff in my body. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> and because it's a cellular energy boost, it's not like a pre-workout. Right. You don't get the zing or that quick energy jump. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's building up all the good stuff, the ATP and all that energy in your cells. So trying it for at least four weeks to see a difference, to make a difference, because it's going to elevate you over that time. You want to build it up and then you want to sustain those energy levels. I've been taking it too. And um, I've noticed that when I take it again, it's not like a pre-workout where I immediately get that jump, but I all of a sudden have like a focused Hmm. and, and clarity. I'm able to really just zoom in to my day and be super focused, Mm -hmm. Um, especially homeschooling my three girls. I can just laser right in. Um, And then the other thing I noticed was, you know, mommy brain fog is real (laughs) and I don't have that anymore. Yeah. I'm able to be more focused. I have more clarity and I'm able to get through the afternoon without that mental fog slump. So I am really loving strong cell too. And so because of that, yeah. we have decided to partner with Strong Cell. And Strong Cell has actually given us a discount code for all the viewers that watch our podcast. Yay. Isn't that exciting? Yes. So yeah. go to strongcell.com slash Danny. That's strongcell.com slash D-A-N-I. And use the discount code for 20% off. That's Danny20 as your discount code, D-A-N-I-2-0. And make sure you check it out. Get four-week supplement and let us know how you like it. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about the three things of what makes a man emotionally attracted to a woman, Mm -hmm. what makes her Mm -hmm. captivating. So go ahead and tell us what's the fourth thing. Okay, so the fourth thing would be receptivity. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and I know we've hit on this before, but this is so, so important because there's two types of receptivity and men cannot live without either of them. Okay. So the first one is a woman that is open and responsive to all the ways that a man cares for her. That's huge. Being open, appreciating what he does for her. Um, Healthy men. And I want to say this, that I am talking about normal, healthy men. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm not talking. Everything I say is not going to apply to toxic people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's not going to apply if you're married to a narcissist. Yeah. I mean, it, it won't because it's like they don't follow the rules. Yeah. That's a different podcast. <laughs> that, exactly. So I'm just talking about normal, you know, pretty healthy people. We all yeah. got our stuff. We all have our weaknesses. We all have our issues. I'm not talking about perfect people, but I'm just talking about, you know, in general. People who are still committed to one another. Yes. And they're trying to make their relationship better. Yes. Better yes. today than it was yesterday. So being able to receive his gifts, the gift of his presence. Yeah. And being being there. Okay. Mm -hmm. The when he listens to you, um, thanking him for, you know, thanks for just listening and yeah. not trying to fix me. Yeah. You know, um, receiving his gestures, pulling your chair out, opening your car door. Um, you know, in the culture that we live in today, women don't, you know, we've been taught by yeah. the feminists not to need men, yeah. that we can do everything yeah. ourselves. And men are feeling this. Like yeah. men want to contribute. They want yeah. to provide for us. But women, it's like that we put our hand up. Nope. I don't need that. I don't deserve it. I can do it myself. I can get it myself. And I think the feminists have taught that, but I, I know for me, I like being treated like a woman. Yeah. I like men that are very respectful and um, that will lead and guide and open and, and shut, yeah. you know, I yeah. pick up heavy things for me. I think it's wonderful to be treated like a lady. Yeah. I, I'm not one of those women that want to do it all by myself, even though I could. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have a partner. I want to have a companion. Yeah. So, it almost seems like an epidemic how yeah. even just reading online and some of the comments that you get of how men really do feel like they've been shut out. Yes. Yes. You they, know, and I know more women. <laughs> yeah. And I know more women like you and me who yeah. love our men and right. appreciate our men and love strong men, but that's not what's being sold right. that, exactly. either to men. You know, yeah. men are and, being left out. And because there's some men that are dangerous or toxic, it it's not all Over men. Shadows, yeah. There's really great men yeah. out there. You can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. yes, there is toxic masculinity, but there's also very healthy and godly masculinity yeah. too, you know? Yeah. So we, so we've got to, um, again, not make all men bad. And I actually did found a, a study that said that there's only between three and 5% of men that are actually dangerous. You know, mm -hmm. in generally speaking, men are great. Yeah. Men are awesome. Yeah. So all right, so being being able to receive from them, the second type of receptivity that they need that is even harder for women mm -hmm. to provide for men today is just accepting them as men rather than trying to change them and train them and teach them and counsel them and mother them mm -hmm. and change them into being more like women yeah. and domesticate them, just accepting their manhood, yeah. them being men and and again, not trying to change them. I I know um, my daughter, my other daughter, the one that she, the man that she married, um, because he was kind of he was that kind of guy that he had a lot of different girlfriends, and he was kind of that bad boy type of guy. And <laughs> he was never going to settle down and yeah. get married. And he wanted his freedom. And I remember asking him one time, so what was it about Courtney? Mm -hmm. What was it about her that you know? Because he he was captive was very captivated by her yeah. and she was different from any other girl he had ever dated. Mm -hmm. And I said, what was it? He goes, she just accepted me. Yeah. She, she wasn't trying to change me. Yeah. She lets me be who I am. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was just so simple. Just yeah. that. And I thought, isn't that something? I just thought that was so cute. Yeah. And, and of course she's had this teaching for a lot of years. Well, lot we were years. talking about it around the table the other night. <laughs> yeah. um, Steve was in town, your husband, mm -hmm. and we were sitting around the table and we were talking about one, what it does for a man's testosterone when he does get that 
wild adventure. And I don't want to say wild. I'm not talking about like in a sexual way, but like, you know, going out for adventure, whatever right. the dangerous thing is, yeah. probably what attracted us women to the men. Yeah. Um, but then we get married and we want everything to be safe. Yes. We don't want them to be adventurous anymore. Right. We don't want them to be dangerous anymore. We don't want them to go off in the woods. Right. We don't want and, them to get hurt because that yeah, would be better for us the if big they tr- don't get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We After you get married, it's like you for women, they start to monitor mm-hmm. how he is going to protect and provide for us yeah. and for the family. So we want him to stay safe because we're scary. We feel safer. <laughs> we'll yeah. feel safe yeah. if he is safe. Yeah. 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 I know I, I, somebody, my, my daughter's married to a firefighter and, um, another woman the other day was telling her, I overheard them talking and she said, I don't think I could ever be married to somebody that is like a firefighter or a policeman because I'd always be worrying about them. Mm-hmm. You know, if they don't, are they okay? Are they out at night? You know? And, yeah. and yeah, they are out at night. And, and my daughter, she's just like, you know, I don't worry about that at all. It's yeah. like, I believe that God will protect and yeah. provide ultimately and take care of him and take care of me. Yeah. And I thought that's a great answer. Yeah. Because who wants to be up all night worried about your man? You know, he, he, her husband doesn't work a safe job. Yeah. It, it, you know, his life is at stake every time he but goes on a fire. But what keeps him captivated to her because she is supportive in right. that. She's not trying to nag him into a different career. Exactly. Wasn't that something good for your 20s? Now we got to move into something different right. in our, in our you know, more right. middle years. You know, she's not trying to change him. Yeah. She is receiving what he has, has to, to provide, provide and what Absolutely. he has to offer. So that's so good. So I think I think for women, just being receptive and responsive, knowing and understanding that there are differences. Mm-hmm. We Men are different than women. They're not defective. It doesn't make them wrong or bad. It yeah. doesn't make us wrong or bad because we're different than them. It's yeah. just that accepting who God is made you to be, how he designed a man, how he designed a woman. He designed us to fit perfectly together. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. But we have to- Which means opposites. Yeah. Opposite. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Opposites attract. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're like magnets, right? When women understand men um, and applaud men and promote men, Mm -hmm. a lot of times other women don't like that. They feel like you're betraying the sisterhood. Like, Mm -hmm. wait, what? Like, no, men are annoying and men are stinky and men are, you know, yeah, yeah. men are, you know, and, but I find that women that really understand men and let them be who they are, that they, they, all men like those kind of women. Mm-hmm. All men like them. I know one, one young girl said to my daughter, one of my daughters, when they were, you know, in college, she said, the guys that can't stand me love you. Mm-hmm. I, why is that? And because my daughter's had this teaching for so many years yeah. growing up through high yeah. school. And so, and she just lets guys be guys, you know, and she doesn't get offended easily. And, yeah. um, and that girl said, you know, I want what you have. And so that girl started coming to my seminars mm-hmm. because she was like, all the guys like her, yeah. like your daughter. And I'll, and I'm, because she, le- she's learned how to receive, understand men yeah. and to yeah. love men and to receive from them and, yeah. and to be the girl and let them be the guy mm-hmm. <laughs> and doesn't, isn't competitive with them. Yeah. Isn't trying yeah. to, you know, one up them every yeah. chance yeah. she gets. Yeah. And so, Absolutely. so the good news is about this is that the more you understand men, ladies, mm-hmm. the more men like you, yeah. the more captivating you become, the more confident you become in who you are, not arrogant. Okay. Not snobby, yeah. but just confident. It, even in your insecurities, even with embracing your flaws, the more authentic and vulnerable yeah. you choose to be, because that's a choice. You have to choose that. The more, um, the more you 
are passionate about whatever it is you're, that is a value to you that you like, yeah. the more receptive you are to allowing men to give to you and to provide for you and to help you. And that all of those things make you a, a captivating woman that some man will fall in love with. Now, if he's only captivated by you, okay, if he's only emotionally attracted to you, he'll he'll adore you. He'll think you're great. Yeah. He's got to be both sexually attracted to you and emotionally attracted to you to actually want to commit to you. Yeah. If he's only sexually attracted, he really just wants to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's why you got to figure out, is this guy just sexually attracted or is he also captivated by me? Yeah. And so when you are being who you are, you, you'll be able to see, you'll be able to sense yeah. the difference yeah. because a man who is captive, captivated by you he is going to want to do things for you. Be with he's, you. He's yeah. going to want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. He's he's going to want to spend every second with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. aside from work, he's going to want to be with you. He's going to call you, talk to you, listen to you. He wants to make your dreams come true. He he wants to, you to be happy, yeah. and he'll he'll go out of his way to make you happier. That's good. <laughs> so good. A lot of great information today, and just. Uh, so real and so authentic. And so I'm captivated by the information (laughs) in this podcast today. Thanks for listening. And please make sure you hit subscribe and the notification bell. So you know, when a new episode comes your way, make sure you leave us a comment below and follow Daniil on Instagram and Facebook.